One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's a crocodile outside, lad. No, that's a fucking lizard. Anyway, go on. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Digger Dad's Pure Shy Podcast. We've got crocodiles. It's a fucking lizard, lad. It's not. Look at the head in the hole. I'm looking at him. It's a fucking lizard. I've posted a TikTok video about it. All right, okay. So, are they dangerous ones, Jim? No, no. No, they're all right. What episode number is this now? Uh, it's 26, I think. All right. So, we're past the, the quarter of a hundred. Hi. We're at 26 now, so that's one above 25. Quarter of a hundred is 25. I fucking told you last week. Maths is no good. Just talk money. Talk money. <laughs> anyway, what's your story? What's going on? Oh, look, fucking flat out, lad. No, you're not. You're not working. No, I know. <laughs> I know I'm at home, but I'd be flat out like, fuck, what's that smell? I've got uh, pork in the slow cooker. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have pulled pork now for dinner. Am I having dinner here? No. Why? No. <laughs> Why not? Because you're not. <laughs> That's just it, right? There's just enough now for myself and my family. There won't be enough for you now. All right, so that's, that's all right. I, I remember that now. All right. All right. As you know, your friends are. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work for a fella now. He feeds all the time. All the time. Was he a farmer? Yeah. Yeah. I used to work for them myself. Jesus Christ, wouldn't let you leave the table until all the potatoes were out of the pot. I know, sir. I know well. I used to work for a fella now. And he'd say to you, here, have another spud, like. And you've just had eight of them. So you're full as a buzz, like. And you're like, not at all. Not at all. I'm full. I'm full. And then he'd say to you, do you not like them? Huh? What did he say to that? I know well, sir. I used to work for a fella my friend's father. Say the same thing. Fucking same thing. You'd be out there at about 12 spuds. Big cut of meat, veg, the whole lot, gravy. Lovely dinners, like. Lovely dinners, but big dinners. And they'd peel or they'd cook a pot of spuds that would feed two families of 12. Nearly too many potatoes every day, like. And you had to eat them all. And then as soon as you go, oh, Jesus, no, now that's it, now I'm full, like. Full. And then he looked and go, oh, there's something wrong with him. It's like, no, no, I've had fucking 12 of the whores. I shall look, if you don't like them, we won't make them again. 
It's like I've eaten about 12 of them, lad. I'm fucking full. I'm full. That's all right. That's all right. And then he'd show over his wife going, Here, don't, don't make him any more of them now. He doesn't like them. We'll make something else when he comes over. We'll don't paint... Not by making the potatoes this man doesn't like, you know. And he just <laughs> make you feel like shy, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because when I was back there, like, I used to get the dole in that. And I used to work as well. You know the way it is. And, like, I'd be working for farmers and that for, like, cash money. And they bring in for feeds, like, at, at lunchtime. And you'll be full. Like, you'll be near sleeping by the time you leave that dinner table. And then they want you to put in a half a day's work. It's like, fuck that. You think feeding me all this food is going to give me energy? I'm ready for sleeping. Like Christmas Day. I'm fucking stuffed. I'm absolutely stuffed. <laughs> Let's say it again. I- I'm stuffed. <laughs> but yeah, there were good times, like, being on the biscuit and then working as well. On the biscuit. I did all. They call it the brew. Yeah, but you always have biscuits with your tea. So I've changed it. I've changed it. All right, okay. Have you done that before? Yeah, fucking lots of times. I used to always go sign on and then go straight into work. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> yeah, it's a whore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because you're hiding all day. You're hiding all day. Yeah, I used to work for a fellow now, uh, picking potatoes and stuff, and helping out with cattle and all that kind of crack. And he used to sell his potatoes from his farm. So, like, people from other places would come into the farmyard and drive in and buy freshly bagged potatoes off him. So any time I heard a car coming in, I had to fucking disappear. Oh, you'd be gone like fuck like. What's your look? Leave it out. I'd be tearing through sheds, over bales of hay, hiding between bales of straw. Just anywhere I could hide myself, I'd hide. All fucking day. Like, you might get a dozen cars in there a day, like, and some of them come one after another. So as soon as one fucks off, you think, right, that's it, Grant. Next thing you hear, another one rattling down the stones. So you take off again. Spend more fucking time running now than actually working. It's a whore, but you still got money out of it. Now, for all the money you'd be getting, lad. I know, eh? Only coppers, like. You know, but look. It is what it is. Like Tesco say. Every little helps. <laughs> so yesterday, now, I went to the, the daycare. Yeah, yeah, for Father's Day. Yeah, Father's Day out here now is Sunday. And they did this thing yesterday, the daycare, where all the dads could go in there for an hour um, between half three and half four and play with their kids and... The kids will show us what they do throughout the day and stuff. It was lovely. Very nice now. My look now, I was the first one there. So I was the first parent there. So I was the alien. The kids, they would have been all told, like, throughout the day. Your dads are coming at this time to play out to you or whatever. But they would have completely forgotten or not even understood, you know. So I arrived and then I went out to find Niall. And he wanted to go home. I said, no, no, I'm going to stay here for about an hour or for as long as you want and play. You just show me. All the stuff you do, and we'll do it together, you know? And he couldn't quite understand, so I was trying to show him. I said, God, show me this, and, you know, he has a favourite little spot that he sits in, so I quickly brought it up. I said, show me your egg chair, and he said, Daddy's going to sit in the chair? I said, yeah, yeah, I'll sit in the chair with you, I'll do whatever you want. And we did lots of stuff, and all the kids were just fucking clung to me, like like a magnet, stuck to me, just, what's your name? What's your name? Who are you? What are you doing? Who are you? I was like... Oh, God, leave me alone. I'm just here to play with my child. Your dad's late. Sorry, no, but your dad is late. Doesn't love you. Go away. <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's how you're feeling. You're like, Jesus, child, get out of my face. But it was really nice, like, because he showed me everything he does. And, you know, we built towers in the construction area that they have. We played in the sandpit. 
we hid in the little uh, uh, house thing that they have, like a little playhouse thing. I watched him do the obstacle course. He just showed me everything that he does. We did hula hoops, we did bubbles, and it was just really, really nice. And then a lot more of the dads came as well, and it was nice. But, God, you could pick out the fucking strange ones. You can pick out the, the creepy older dads, or maybe they were granddads or something, who just kind of leaned against the fence and just watched all the kids. Like, young kids running past them, and they just kind of stare at them as they run past. It's, just, it's weird, like. Maybe there was no intention, like, but just it felt really strange. I'm watching them going, you dirty bastard. You know, just automatically you think like that. Because just the way they're eye- eyeballing the kids and stuff, it was just fucking strange. But it was a nice thing that the daycare did know. I really enjoyed it, and Niall didn't even want to go home. <laughs> I think we stayed there till quarter to five. Everyone else was going home. We were the last to go. I was the first one there and the last one to go. Because he just wanted to keep running around and playing. And, you know, come, Dad, show this. I'll show you this. Come on, Dad, do this, do this, do this. And I said, lad, they're going to want to close this door now fairly soon. Like, we have to go home, and no, Dad, no, Dad, stay in school, stay in school. I said, we can't stay in school. So I had to kind of bribe him, in a sense. Oh, did you give him money? No. <laughs> no. There's, um, there's lots of diggers on the roadway when we drive to school. But we don't see them when we drive home. Oh, so you took him around to see them on the way home. Yeah, yeah. He's going to want that every day now. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm worried about. So... The wife's picking him up to save him now. She won't do that. So hopefully he um, forgets. Because she doesn't even know where the diggers are. I just take him because I want to see them as well. And he loves them. Absolutely loves the diggers. He's got yokes here now. The diggers and dump trucks and stuff at home here that he plays with. And anytime we're out on the road and he sees one, he goes fucking mental in the back of the car. Absolutely loves them, hey. Because taking Niall to his uh, speech and OT on a Tuesday now. And the road we go down is just both sides full of diggers. Of all sizes, there's ones that are 30 ton, there's 5 ton ones, they're just all sizes, there's rollers, there's skid steers, there's trucks, and it's all happening. As you're driving past, it's all happening, and he just doesn't know where to look, doesn't know where to shout, all he says is, Dad, lots of diggers, Dad, he sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, yeah, maybe a little bit sometimes. Oh, that's cool, maybe I have an influence on him. Yeah, fucking bad one, hey. So, it's Friday today, we're doing it on a Friday because... You're back to work on Monday, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be back Monday. Are you going to do gigs and stuff? Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm looking into starting to do gigging and stuff like that. I, I want to start out properly, though. I don't want to rush into it and um, for it not to work or for people to see me not fully prepared and uh, think that I'm not actually what I could be, you know. I don't know. Um, I'm in talks with a few different people that want to work with me with the gigging and stuff, playing guitar and all that kind of crack. I would like someone else alongside me that is very, very good on a guitar. And I can do a little bit of guitar stuff and do the singing, you know, because then I can really interact with the crowd and, you know, do other things without having to worry too much about the songs that I'm playing on the guitar because I'm more of a the singing side of it and the entertaining and the laughing and stuff as opposed to the guitar. I've just kind of picked up the guitar over the years and just kind of taught myself stuff. But... um. Like, record me on songs. Like, if I do start recording me on songs, I would like to do the guitar stuff then. But as opposed to just being on stage, I think my main role is to, to get people going and get them laughing and enjoying themselves and picking people out in the crowd and having a joke with them and then belting out some cracking songs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to work it out as best I can to, once I do get started, I'm off, you know. 
And I don't know, maybe you could get to the stage where I can actually stop doing what I'm doing workways and just be gigging, you know, whether it's uh, venues and pubs and then weddings and then arenas eventually. And you never know. You never know. What about the voice Australia though? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm still trying to work that out. I don't know. Um, I've had messages from different people saying uh, do it. And then some people are saying don't do it. Um, so I don't know. I'm still trying to weigh that up. I haven't really heard much back from them yet. So we'll just we'll just play it out and see what happens. If I go on it, I go on it. If I don't, I don't. We'll just see. This is a part of the podcast now, right? Do the pickup lines. People are liking these. So I'm going to keep at them now. So the first one. So what I do is, if you're a new time listener, I read out pickup lines that I found on the Google. And then rather than use that line, I tell you how I would modify that to use it for everyday life. Because a lot of these pickup lines are like make-believes, like fairy tales, and they're shy. They're shy. So, first one. Are you a parking ticket? Because you've got fine written all over you. <laughs> That's pure shite, hey? Ah, fucking horrible stuff. You want to be drying out a young one saying that. She's not going to want to go sideways. <laughs> how would you change that one now? I would say, here, are you a parking ticket? Because I'm not paying for you. Someone might get offended by that. I know, I know, but that's how I would use that one. So the next one is, is your dad a boxer? Because you're knockout. That's shy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fucking stupid. How would you fix that one now? Um, is your dad a boxer? Because if he is, we can't be together. <laughs> <laughs> good one, isn't it? It's a good one for sure. The next one is, are you French? Because I fell for you. What's that mean? I think it's like the Eiffel Tower. I said that fucking triangle-looking thing in Paris. Yeah, yeah. That's a shite one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How would you fix that one? <laughs> I think you already know what I'm going to fucking say here now. <laughs> are you French? Because if you are, you can fuck off. I don't like them. <laughs> I usually do five, but I think I'll do a few more because I've got some good ones right here, right? The next one is, I'm new in town. Can I have directions to your house? Now, that's not a bad one, but it is a little bit creepy. It's a little bit creepy, okay? So what I would say there is, I'm new in town. Where's Chipper? <laughs> how, how does that set you up for a date, like a pickup line? Because if I buy her a bag of chips... Means I like her. <laughs> you think I'm going to buy chips for just anyone? No, not at all. She has to be a bit of a looker anyway. Okay, the next one. Are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everybody else just disappears. Pass me a fucking bucket, as your mom would say. <laughs> My mom says <laughs> My mom says stuff like that all the time. When she sees stuff going on that's real fucking... Ah, uh, here. She'll go, pass me a fucking bucket. <laughs> Yeah, but I would change that one to this, right? Are you a magician? Because last night, you look like somebody else. Because <laughs> like, she had like all the makeup in that on and then they left it on the pillow and she looked like a completely different person. Yeah, but I don't know how that's a pickup line. I just, maybe she looks better without the makeup. I didn't clarify that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is, oh, you've got something on your face. And I had to go to wipe their face. They say, what is it? 
you have to bank on them saying, what is it? Because then you answer it. And you say, my eyes. That's fucking strange. Yeah, that's a cheesy one, hey? Oh, very shy. So, I would change that one to, oh, <laughs> you've got something on your face there, oh. And she looks at you and goes, oh, what is it? Some of that sauce from the chips. Just give it away. That's better. Yeah. No bother to all. Grand. Because <laughs> that makes her see that I care about her appearance and that I don't want other people laughing at her. So she's going to think, he's a good guy. Maybe I'll ride him. We'll see later on. She could be too full from the chips. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm going to do one more. There's one more here. And it says, if you were a potato... You'd be a sweet potato. That's fucking shy. Sweet potatoes are nice, but proper potatoes are bare. 100% lad. Sweet potatoes are nice in nicer in certain things, but if I had to choose, I would pick a regular potato over a sweet potato. 100%. Absolutely. So, this one is shy. Right, go on, flip it then to something else. Okay, so it would be, if you were a potato, I probably wouldn't have sex with you because you wouldn't look nice. You'd probably taste all right. With a bit of butter. Boys, the riding. No, that's fucking strange. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. These are just some of my modified pickup lines to try and get ye over the threshold. <laughs> Ryan, out. As you know, I'm a bit of a researcher now. Yeah, you look up some fucking strange things online, hey? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. And I found some interesting facts. About pandas. Ah, lad, folks, if people want to listen to stuff that they're into, everybody likes a panda. <laughs> I don't know. How many are there? Uh, there's ten. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Ten interesting facts about pandas. They actually are interesting. Okay, we've lost about half of our viewers at least. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, number one, people with any sense at all will continue listening to this because some of this stuff is gripping, gripping stuff. 99% of giant pandas diet consists of bamboos. So they just eat trees. Interesting stuff. Uh, number two, pandas spend about 12 hours a day eating. Four hours. <laughs> What? Say sorry. For what? You said fat horse. Yeah, I wasn't. Turn off the microphone. I wasn't calling anyone a fat horse. No, but some people might be offended by that. 
Well, that's not my fault. I didn't say it either. Is that microphone? Yes. See, sorry, lad. You need to be careful what you're saying. I didn't call anyone on the listeners for who. If someone's offended by that, that's your problem. It's not mine. I didn't say it for who. I said the panda was. And I don't think those pandas listening. All right? Anyway, crack on. Ha, number three. Pandas take a shite more than a hundred times a day. Fuck, really? hundred times? That is unreal. How many times do you do shite today? <laughs> Just, it depends really, lads. Usually maybe once. Once a day, twice a day. If I'm not feeling great, it might be more, but... I think it's just standard to do it once or twice. <laughs> Adult pandas weigh up to 125 kilograms. I thought they were bigger than that now. I thought they were bigger. How heavy are you? Jez, I'm 82 kilos. Jez, you'll be glad. For me height, I am I am sizable. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's good weight though. You know, it's not, I'm not a big uh, shite eater like. You know? No, no. But, um, like, if you were to go for a BMI test now, would you be considered big like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I... Anytime I go for a BMI test or my doctor weighs me, they say I am uh, very... Not very overweight, but touching uh, obese for my height. But that's just a numbers thing. But my, my size is, like, decent size. It's not overly fat. Like, it's muscle and... Yeah, yeah. I'm a big bastard, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Number five, pandas have pseudo thumbs. What's that? Do you know, like, do you know the way, like, bears can, like, make their uh, their hand, like, cut in half, like a big, massive thumb? It's actually part of their wrist bone, and it separates to make, like, a big claw. See? Told you guys. Interesting stuff. Number six, pandas communicate via scent marking. Is that like dogs, where a dog will like piss on a tree or something? Yeah. So, a panda will let another panda know what's going on a little bit down the road. And then, they'll go to that one and go, Right, George, he went and had biscuits at Anne's house. So, I'm going to check the next one now and see what he was up to after that. So, they'll walk a little bit further on, find another patch. And then George has let him know that he's off to get petrol for the lawnmower. You know, little things like that. I don't, know if, I don't know if pandas are off getting petrol for lawnmowers. You never know. Those bamboo trees could be hard to cut down, so maybe they're using chainsaws. I don't know. But yeah, number seven, giant pandas, they don't hibernate. Uh, polar bears would hibernate and big brown bears and black bears would hibernate, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, winter time. They go down in the cover, get a bit warm. They're, they don't eat for a while and that's why... In the springtime, like, the pandas, they're out all the time. But polar bears in the springtime come out and they're starving. So they just fucking run after things. Could you imagine being chased by a polar bear? <laughs> I could imagine it. I never wanted it to happen. No, no. They say, though, if a bear comes running towards you, you don't run away. You stand there and show at it. That's not happening, lads. I am not going... Do you see the size of those things? Yeah, they're big. They're like... I think like 600 pounds, so it's like 300 kgs of pure bear just running at you, showing you his teeth, big massive paws, wanting to tear your face off. 
You're not just going to go, hey, hey, hey. It's not a Jack Russell. It's a fucking bear. He mightn't listen to you. And if he gets you, he's going to box the head off you. And they also say, if they get you on the ground, you just curl up in a ball and just take the bait. And <laughs> take the bait. Well, that's the thing, because right? <laughs> you're not going to be able to fight back. Yeah, he's a fucking big bastard. <laughs> but that's what they say anyway. So, number eight, giant pandas are national treasures in China. That's where they come from. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, they're the Chinese thing. Yeah, the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> we say Chinese. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Chinese. Chinese pandas. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Habitat loss is what is endangering giant pandas. So that's like people coming in and chopping down the forest and that. Yeah, putting up houses. Yep. They're not thinking about that. Like David Attenborough tells people in all of his documentaries, no one listen to him. He's telling them that we are fucking up the world with all these high-scale buildings and CO2 emissions and, you know, don't be driving your car. Walk to work. You know, work's a long way away, David. It's a long way away. I have to drive. have to. But yeah, we need to look after the pandas and the koala bears and the kangaroos because they, they've been here as well. Like, they, they're allowed to live here. Do you like David Attenborough? He's class, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. I think he's like fucking... What is he now? 97 or something? 98 nearly? Yeah, he's good age. I reckon he'd go past 100. Yeah, he might outlive us all. Oh, I, I don't know about that now, because he, he's... um, I'd say he's touching the end, but he's a good man. Good man. I'll always watch his shows when they come on Netflix. And yeah, he's got the voice for it, for sure. And the last one, number 10, is a good one. He says, pandas are no longer on the endangered list. Which means that they've had a chance to reproduce. Lots more riding. And there's lots more small pandas now. So they've been taken off the endangered list. Also they're under no threat of being extinct now. Oh, they're always under threat like. But they're not critically at that level. No. Oh that's good. That's good I suppose. What's um, some of the ones that will have gone extinct? Some of the animals. Uh, dinosaurs. Oh lad, they're a long time gone. Uh, aren't we lucky too? Oh, do you reckon we'd be fucked if they were still here? 100% lad. Do you think? Lad, could you imagine driving down the feckin' motorway to work now and a big feckin' Tyrannosaurus Rex steps out in the middle of the road and just takes a bite out of you and your car? Yeah. They'll fuck you up. Lad, you're stoned out of it. Go into the endangered list there quickly. So this is the top ten endangered species. The first one is a Javan rhino. They're in big trouble apparently. Very, very little numbers. And the second one is an armor leopard. Big cat. Big cat. On the way out. The third one is a Sunda Island tiger. They're lovely looking animals, hi. Lovely. Number four is mountain gorillas. David Attenborough went to see them once as well. And yeah, he said that destroying the forest and stuff is getting rid of these ones. And number five is... Tapanula orangutans. They're quite smart. Have you seen the orangutans that are using weapons now? I saw a photo of one. I don't know whether it was photoshopped. No, that's a real photo. That's real. Where he like holds up the spear about to get the fish. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, that's real. Anyone listening, look up that photo. It is class. Orangutan uses a spear to 
try and catch a fish. It's only a lead. Class stuff, hey. Um, number six is a finless porpoise, which is kind of like a dolphin that's got a massive head. Yeah, they're um, they're on the way out too. And then number seven is a black rhino, and that looks class, class. But problem with those ones is all of these hunters go out and kill them just so they can have the horn. Yeah, they do that to elephants as well. Yeah, because number eight is African forest elephants. And yeah, they'll go out with big guns, shoot them, and then cut the tusks off. Yeah, and then sell them. Because they're worth money. But it's cruel, cruel stuff. Number nine is the Samatran orangutan. That might be the one that was holding the spear. Because he looks like that one. But they're class. They swing from trees. They're very smart. And they'll box the shit out of you. Like they're, they're violent as well. So be careful. And then number 10 is the Hawksbill turtle and that's a big creature big creature not quite sure how it is that they're extinct probably a lot of it to do with um the fishing and stuff like that and yeah just polluting the the oceans with plastics and things because they'll eat them turtles will eat like the plastic things that goes around like the cans of beer turtles are silly they'll eat them fucking things and then they die so lads don't throw away the plastics recycle even though a lot of the recycled stuff just go straight to the dump. I fuck, I've witnessed that first hand lad. It's true isn't it? Yeah. I was on a digger one day. Doing a job on a dump. Where uh, trucks was coming in. And t- different types of trucks had uh, waste on it. And then other trucks had recycle on it. And they both just tip it in the same place. And what we had to do was. Just spread it out and track it in. Track rollers and just in tin layers. And just try and smash it up as much as we can. And then they're just going to fill over the top of it. But. It's just all recycled cardboard, plastic, you name it, was coming in. And you don't get to pick through it, you just have to bury it. And that's the reality of it. You think all your recycling is going to a centre where someone is picking through it and recycling it. Not necessarily. Because if that was the case, you'd never get to do it. Like There's just so much recyclables out there. They just haven't got the resources to fucking do it on. That's him. But look, we're not in control of that. So, yeah. Right, we'll uh, finish up with our positive mental health stuff. Yep. I found a quote on the Googles and it says, Mental health problems don't define who you are. They are something that you experience. You might walk in the rain. You might feel the rain. But you are not the rain. And that's a good one. We like that one. It is. That's true. That's true. Just because you have uh, depression and anxiety and you're feeling like shite. Doesn't mean that you are depressed and sh- a shite person. Like you know, you're allowed to feel things. It doesn't mean that that's who you have to be. You know, and the hard thing is is breaking down that that barrier of letting people know that you're feeling like shite or that you're depressed and anxious and you've got stuff to talk about, but you don't know how to talk about it because some fella's going to say that you're a fucking pussy. That's not the case. He's the pussy for thinking that. Let's be real. Let's be fucking real. Having poor mental health is not a disease. It's not something that you can catch. So if someone tells you that they're not feeling great, it doesn't mean that you're going to catch whatever it is they're feeling. Be nice. It's nice to be nice. And if someone needs help and you can fucking help them by just listening to them, why wouldn't you? If you have the time, if you have the fucking mind to do it, why wouldn't you do it? And I'm sure anyone that is in a horrible state of mind that feels like there's no one out there, I'm sure there's people there for you. I, I'm 100% positive but the thing is 
when people do open up about stuff, they don't do it. Uh, they don't do it in a way where people actually feel like there's something wrong. They might say, "Ah, oh, I'm just not feeling right," you know, or "Ah, look, I'm just having a shite day," and and that's kind of sugarcoating it. So people are going to take it as that, like, "Ah, he's just having a bad day." But if you sit down and really say to someone, "Look, this is how I'm feeling. I am not fucking doing okay here. I feel like I'm at the end of my rope." Everything is just too much and I don't want to do this anymore. I guarantee it. No one's going to fucking push you away. Guarantee it. 100%. So lads, like I say all the time, it's nice to be nice and it's good to talk. Talk, talk, talk. And then hopefully you can get past whatever it is that's holding you down. And you can start to fucking enjoy life. I can't imagine how hard it is to fucking enjoy what's going on around you when you're constantly being held down by something. So if you can get that fucking up off you, I guarantee you'll enjoy life because I don't have anything that's constantly holding me down and I'm I'm having a fucking great time and I believe everyone else can too. That's it. I believe that too. 100%. Lads, nice to be nice. Talk to your friends. Have a good day. God, that fucking pork smells lovely, lad. Yeah, it's starting to smell good. Hey, I need to stir it over. Yeah, okay. I'll pawn the kettle. See you later on, lads. Thanks for listening. Bye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.